0: Thank you, dear beloved source, whatever name, just unconditional love, that source of all that is. Thank you, thank you, thank you for guiding us, for helping these to be your feelings, your whatever you need us to hear right now. And may it be tailored to everyone who listens, wherever, whenever we are, that we are connecting simultaneously in this exact present moment right now as these words are being spoken and heard simultaneously. Hi! So it is December 31st. That means we are just about to hop into 2022. And I don't know If you are feeling the same way or not, however you feel is valid and amazing and wherever you're meant to be in order to jump into whoever you are or, you know, we're given everything we need at the exact moment where we're in right now. So it's all here for us. But um, I've been feeling like really good as the year's closing out, not in a... um, fake kind of way or like a like i'm good or like a way like normative good or anything like that i've been feeling like vitalized and then of course like there are also waves of like extreme fear because when you do something that's in love then you're doing something you're like treading new ground that hasn't been explored before So those things can come up where it's like, oh my God, what if I'm just a total failure? What if I'm a fraud? Like, what if, like, what I'm doing is not look at that. I'm making the baby cry. I should not even say this stuff. See, that's the whole thing. It's like, it's good to be aware and just allow for whatever's okay. Yeah. And speaking of Okay. Now I'm trying to like wrangle my phone here. Sorry. I'm not going to edit this either because I stopped doing that because it takes too long and it takes away from me actually making podcasts. So if you've noticed my podcasts are not like these professional things that people do. Okay. I'll hold the baby also. All right. So I just want to be real with you, but I'm feeling like something is happening. Like I hope in the collective, it must be if I'm experiencing it this way, I'm going to let the baby crawl. I put up all these carpets for the baby to be able to explore because she's just so fun and just wanting to see everything. So anyways, um, yeah, I've been feeling high, super magical vibes. And so as you can see, I've been posting quite a lot on here. And it's because this is a place where I come to share like the treasures that I've been receiving. And I am always on a spiritual path. Like Everything I do, I'm trying to connect it to a field of unconditional love. So for me to be the instrument for that, to be able to flow through into the experience, that doesn't mean I'm always successful have Abby. Yes. But, boy, it's a much better way to live than just to go through the motions and then die eventually <laughs> when we're old or whatever. You know, it's like we're given this script, and it's a way that society has been able to control people. And it's by saying you work this and then you whatever – but society is evolving, and so we're starting to be open to new narratives, and that means that we have new possibilities in our life. And we're changing our ancestry, we're changing our stories, we're evolving together. So that's what we're doing here. And to come back to what I actually came here to share today, the treasures I've collected to share with you, is I have been listening to the power versus force book, which is incredible. And I'm going to get the hard copy in a little while. I don't know whenever it arrives, but in the meantime, I am listening. And so basically the thing is like about calibrating your vibe or your energy level to be high and they've created a scale. And so like, it 's through muscle testing, which is through a field called kinesiology which I'm not sure why more people don't talk about this, but it's been proven pretty like for sure in every test that they've done it's there's just no variation in it when they have two thousand people doing it or two hundred people doing it it's there still there's like the margin of areas error is point zero one or something like that even they did it with people who had were in like a psychiatric facility and it still was the same margin of error or it was like, it was no more than 0.01. So, and like, as in margin of error, means it's like the results didn't vary. So it's like if you were to do the muscle testing and it's basically like your body will go strong in results to a positive stimuli or an affirmation and it will go weak in, in response to a negative stimuli or, um, Affirmation, I know stimuli plural, but whatever, um, or, or not affirmation, but a negative statement. So like you, they say you could do it two people. I've looked it up. You can do it kind of with one person, but it's a little bit less sure um, in my experience from what I've tried. I actually haven't been real successful in doing it with two people either. So I got to look into exactly how to do it. Okay. So, so then, um, but it, it works. It like, it's been proven to work. So, you know, they have pretty like extensive studies with lots of people. So the, the numbers go like this. It's like, then they muscle tested to see, Oh, is this below this number or above this number in how, high of a frequency of beautiful energy it is. So under 200 is like, um, not helpful, not good, like not, not something that's benefiting the energy field. So it's going to be stuff that's not going to create a positive effect in the world. Right. And so if you're here listening to me, you definitely want to create a positive effect in the world. I know that you do or You want to be of a beneficial presence. And maybe you might be at the place where you want to experience the benefits of what I'm sharing, what we're learning here together. But when you do that, you are benefiting the world as well and benefiting the universe. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. Gwendolyn is just, she's, just doing so good that she's all over the place. So, yes, I just gave her a whole barrel of marigolds toys. So let's see if this is fun for her. All right. So, okay. So if you get above two hundred, then you're starting to be benef- You're going to be beneficial, and the thing that comes between. Below 200 and above 200 is courage. So below courage is pride. And then below that, so pride is not actually helpful in energetically. It's something that like is a negative energy impact. Um, but it's higher than, I forget the exact order, but it's like anger and then there's like jealousy in there somewhere. Down in the lower ones. These ones don't even feel good to talk about. So I'll go super fast. And then um, below that is like, you know, apathy is like the worst one. And then the very bottom is death. Because when you're going low in energy, that's what you're going towards. So when you follow those types of things, you stay in those states as a way of being. It's detrimental to you and your surroundings, it's negative. So if you're in those, you're not to say that these are also like people can experience these as shadow sides, and people, you know, especially I've noticed in Austin, wh- who are on a spiritual path like to play in the shadow sides as well. I don't think that's bad. I think that that it's it's good. It can be healing to come into those things, but then to use that as a way to insert love there into that place right there where it is, where you are experiencing whatever that is in those lower energy things. Absolutely not to stagnate and stay in those ones. You want to do things to be able to propel into the next. And it's fascinating too because they're like, He's talking about like how apathy is real low. Okay. You don't want to be in that place. Like that's a place where it's like, well, it's like, it's very, he said you could literally, if you stayed in apathy, you would die because you eventually just would just block, like not eat, not drink, you know, like the, it's just, it's not vital. It's not a place you don't want to stay there, but you can actually, if you were, to, if somebody who is apathetic were to watch television, this was fascinating. He said like in America, television has been helpful to people who are apathetic because they can watch it and then they can receive desires. So desire is a state above apathy. It's still below 200, but desire, um, you can get into that by watching the TV and it inserts all these different desires into you. And then from there you can move to like, even anger is like something higher then I guess desire, I think it was. And then from there, you can go to pride. Pride is is like, it can be like something to propel you into courage. So pride and courage are not the same. Pride is doing it so that you can puff yourself up. Courage is doing it like for your family, for your nation, for something bigger than yourself, for your belief system or whatever. Um, But, you know, the root word of courage is heart. So courage is moving from your heart. So then you can come into courage. So it's like we have these lower energy states that are negative, that are not going to add love or life to where we are right then. It's not going to improve anything around us. It's not going to improve us. But we can improve ourselves through them and move through them organically, rhythmically into higher energy states. So we're basically being given what we need and then just moving higher and higher until it gets to a point where we're actually benefiting everybody in our lives, including ourselves and including, you know, our city and everybody around us. (sighs) Gwendolyn, she's just got like this little jar of paint. Gwendolyn, not on your mouth, please. It's dry, but I don't want her to eat dried paint. Um, she's just so funny she just gets into everything she's exploring it's good but it's also like a lot Um, okay so the thing that I came on here to share and I didn't know I would have to do all this foundational stuff to share with you from what I'm to come into this place but I think it had to be said all of these things so you can come from where I I am coming, but he then, in this book, gives a, (laughs) like, a chart, but he's saying it, and it's, like, juxtaposing. Something that you do, you, it's, like, the same thing, but if you're doing it out of unconditional love, or if you're doing it out of, like, a negative, harmful place, and so it's, like, this same thing, but functioning from a frequency of above 200 or from a frequency of below 200. So for example, the very first one is the one that I'll be sharing about. And it's if you're functioning from above 200 and, you know, in a place of unconditional love, which is quite a bit above 200, I think he said it's like 700 or a thousand or something like the highest. It's amazing. Like he's talking about all these different things and he's like giving... Examples of things that are, like, 700 or above that even. And, like, for instance, I'm going to watch a movie tonight called The Big Blue, which is a French movie, and apparently that one scaled in at, like, 700. So hopefully it has subtitles. But um, it really resonates with me because I'm always... I'm obsessed with the ocean, and it makes sense to me, like, that this ocean movie is functioning at such a high frequency and that, you know, there's that feeling of like the sea of love and just like being immersed completely in unconditional love, like everywhere. And that feeling that you get when you go into the ocean and it's like, there's this beautiful salt that's like helping to clear your energy field. And it's just like, it's, it's a safe haven. So anyways, um, but, So the example here is not that I just want to share that with you in case if you listen to this and you want to watch a cool movie, maybe I haven't watched it yet, but the big blue. And so anyways, um, so here's the first example and he gives like a a bunch of them. So many, I can't even keep track of them all, but here's the first one. It goes, when you're functioning from a place of unconditional love, then it's abundance you have abundance and that's the natural state of things is abundance and then when you're not when you're lower than that what that abundance becomes well please don't eat that sweetie she's eat she's trying to eat sage okay and i think that fits into the category of excessiveness so it's interesting excessiveness my guess was going to be scarcity but that same abundance wouldn't be scarcity if it was in the negative form because it would be still a lot, right? So uh, scarcity's other one, the positive would probably be like, um, not frugality, but like efficiency or something like that, you know, or like, I don't know, something where valuing things, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what he said, if he even mentioned scarcity, but, um, but yeah, so we're looking at abundance and then that the other side of that is excessiveness. So where do we see this in our lives? Where we are for sure given abundance and then it can turn into excessiveness For me, the obvious one is eating like it's so easy to eat in excess and like to be given all that I need and have everything I need, which is where I am right now. I have an abundance of food, but that sometimes that that can spiral into having an in excess of. For me, it's chocolate, um, but like. That's pretty much sums it up. (laughs) That's why I went off of chocolate when I first, when I was pregnant with Gwendolyn for the first six months of that, and then a little bit before that too. I think even before I was pregnant with her, probably that's how I even conceived because I was like in such a vital state. Um, For me, when I stop eating like tons of chocolate, I just don't even really want other stuff. So maybe that's maybe it's a good time for me to stop eating chocolate again. I just haven't found a way to to do it in moderation. Like, okay, so moderation is key. That's one of the ones that he talks about there, like moderation and balance as opposed to, I don't even know what the other ones were, but it works in regard to what I'm sharing right now. I find that if I cannot do something in moderation, I have to remove it from my life. Because it just has to be a choice. We're always playing with the boundaries that we set for ourselves, that we create for ourselves. As it's like a back and forth for us to understand what works for us and what doesn't. And what leads us to thriving and what doesn't. And some things just aren't going to ever work for us. I actually got one of those over-the-counter allergy tests, and I haven't done it yet. Probably because it's probably going to tell me, like, I'm not even supposed to eat chocolate at all. That would be an easy way to stop eating chocolate. Maybe I'll actually turn that thing in. So it's these things that we know we shouldn't have. And how strange of it to come up today on New Year's Eve, right before these Gosh, am I gonna have to stop eating chocolate again? Oh, you see my response. Oh, the lights just flicker. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's so intense. But if I stop, then I start to go to another level, and then I get that spiritual connection. Like when I eat chocolate, I feel a relief, and I feel like, uh, I think it's probably numbing of my whatever emotions and it's just like this thing that seems like happy happiness yes Gwendolyn she's got a canvas she's like paint it girl but I think it takes me away from who I'm supposed to be in this lifetime and it's weird too because Austin has these like cacao rituals and I've I can't really do it because I'm breastfeeding Gwendolyn. It's just too high of caffeine. But aside from that, I think chocolate is a drug. And, okay, here's something else this book said, okay? Now, this is something that I believe I've said on here before. Um, Not that you've heard all of my episodes. I don't even know how many episodes I have, but there are a lot. And I say a lot of things in each of them. So who knows um, if I said it or if you heard it or whatever But here's something that was confirmed by this book that I have uh, hypothesized before. And it's that when we reach spiritual advancements through drugs, um, such as chocolate or any drug whatsoever for weed, weed is, I've um, had spiritual type of experiences while smoking weed in the past. I don't do that anymore. I haven't done it for a while. I had done it for a while, a long ago, long ago. Um, but I haven't. And so what I found is that when you have spiritual advancements while intoxicated, like high on weed or whatever, when you get sober, you don't get to keep it. Like it's literally, there's no point to it whatsoever. It's not integrated it's not integrated with your consciousness, with your waking awareness. Oh, Gwendolyn. You're doing a good job, though. Okay, but I think I might break that. Let's see. Uh, that was very exciting. Okay, these are my canvases that I got on sale yesterday at Michael's. I got a bunch of them. I'm excited. And I will do, I am doing custom ones, and they are energy channeled. So I should probably like, mention that on here um and that is not through drugs that is through presence and oh and this guy said on here that paintings original paintings have a much higher energy profile regardless of what the painting is of than a print or something like that because (laughs) artists put heart into what we're creating and it's um it's a devoted work and it, it it's energetically it's very potent here Gwendolyn let's see do you want this want that? Okay. (laughs) She's so cute. I'm just giving her some milk. Oh, no. She's up again. She's just such a fun child. Okay. She may not want me to keep doing this. Well, let's try to go because I've started like three different streams of conversation and I should probably close them and get to the point. Huh? So, um, about this one, the, uh, So he said that when you do spiritual advancements while you're intoxicated and you're not actually doing the real spiritual work authentically consciously to get there, that it is not effective and it's detrimental, not just to you, but to everybody else. So don't do that if you can make a choice. I mean, not for me to control anybody like you, you do your own thing. But for me, this is what I've intuited. And that's why I stopped doing drugs, because I was trying to get spiritual advancement. And then when I got out of them, I could never keep it. So you it's best to do it consciously, your, your, your spiritual work, and to, um, to really like, bridge everything otherwise it can, it's not healthy and what does that say of um like ayahuasca things and stuff like that like that's big here in Austin but to be honest my feeling if you're asking me intuitively I don't think it's a good idea I don't think it's a good idea to do big spiritual work while you're unconscious or while you're um While you're under the influence of things. And I know that lots of traditions have done that. And I don't, I'm not saying that, I mean, I don't necessarily know. Okay. So, you know, but you could probably do the muscle testing thing on it and see. And apparently that guy did. And he's like kind of confirming what I've intuitive for myself and what I have felt for myself is that spiritual work needs to be done while we're conscious in order for it to effectively um integrate into our all of our lifetimes. So and that's how I've done my regressions too. It's by while well being conscious um it's been really amazing. That was through uh practitioners of Reiki Tumo and then just like going up to thing. Okay. All right, Gwendolyn. You're kind of saying, no, moms. Here, maybe do you want to play with this ball? Check it out. She's just so fun. She's got so many ideas. Look at all these toys in here. You see? So um, that's my vibe on that. And if you have a different feeling, then you also could be right. You know, it could go. I don't. I'm not one to, like, say that I know everything, that's for sure. But together, you know, we can come to some truth and we can feel into what feels best for each of us at any moment. And I think, um, so coming back to the abundance versus the excessiveness, it's like, I think that I get cues on this all the time. And, um I don't always heed them, obviously, from what I've expressed to you. But also because, like, I'm heavier than I would like to be. And it's through food and it's through excess of food that um, I'm using food at times in order to bring pleasure into my life. And that that's an excess of that, whereas I could do better by limiting that that intake of pleasure at that time. And then I think that it would help to even out my life where pleasure was being, instead of being excessively pleasure through eating, then I could have that abundance of pleasure that I've been intaking maybe spread out throughout more areas of my life. Maybe it could even be like selling more paintings or something like that, you know, like, or, you know, just like all these really like, you know, that high when you get on a run, that's great. Um, Like, yeah, so this is good. I feel really good talking to you about this. And it's funny because I'm not like a, you know, I'm not a cliche person. I'm not a person who like does holiday things just because other people are doing them but for god's sake it looks like I've been forced into a new year's resolution and it's probably going to be to stop eating chocolate no Gwendolyn Aww. Gwendolyn's breastfeeding so she's like nah girl don't stop eating chocolate maybe maybe I'll I'll at least do it where I could put myself on some kind of schedule where I limit it instead of just going willy-nilly Um, what does that word mean? I don't know the etymology of it. It could mean anything. Probably something bad. Um, but anyways, okay. I'm not editing any of this. This is what it is. I'm a normal person. Well, no, I'm not a normal person. I'm a very weird person, but I'm a human person. So, so you're going to hear stuff from me. That's not like perfect. And anything that you hear that's perfect is edited. FYI because humans are humans so and my gosh how do all the famous people even like keep from like having stuff all over their faces or whatever all the time like as a mom and an artist I'm constantly doing stuff and like I, there's, it's so I, I'll just go through a day and like my lipstick will be smeared or something I'm like come on like how does everybody do all of the things they don't understand But so maybe that comes back to the abundance or excess type of a thing, you know, like coming back into abundance, seeing the abundance and allowing it to be received and dispersed throughout our whole lives. And then, you know, not having it go excessive in any one area or whatever, which we intuitively know. We always know. Okay. So you go ahead and you're calling me out right now because you're listening and you're hearing what I'm saying and being like, okay, Elise don't you don't make excuses. You know you got abundance, tons of abundance. Let's let's not let that go into excess in different areas, okay? And then so for you, I'm going to call you out too. And I'm going to say that thing that you know you shouldn't be doing, that you're doing in excess. I want you to look at that and see. You don't have to cut it out of your life, okay? It doesn't have to be this big scary thing. And I don't know if I'll do that or not about the chocolate, but I'm definitely going to limit it for sure. So you can do that. You can limit it. You can say, okay, you know, if I'm watching like several hours of TV a day, I'll just watch like two or something like that. And then use the rest of that excess, um, towards like benefiting my life in some other way, like my business or something, or like my family or whatever it is, you know, like Whatever's the thing in your life where that abundance can flow to, let's let it flow there as well. In addition, not even have to stop watching the TV or whatever, or if it's like, um, an excess of, um, I don't know with shopping or, um, an excess. What if it could be something like being indignant or being angry at people or something like that, or What if it could be an excess of, um, what's something that you can do in excess, um, self pity or something like that. Or like, I don't know. I mean, these things that can actually be pleasurable to people who are, feel like that's a safer place to be than what courage will bring you into, which is empowerment, self empowerment. So, um, you know, let's let's take a look at our patterns, all of us. And
1: thank you, Gwendolyn.
0: How about you too, Gwendolyn? What's yours? You don't have any, you perfect little baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, here we are. It is the cusp of a new year. I feel very, very excited about this. And... Um, I feel like good things are coming, and they 're already here. I feel like, yeah, I do, and so i 'm excited to see what how abundance flows into all areas of our lives as we move from excess in any one and allow that abundance of pleasure and enjoyment and unconditional love to flow into. All of the areas of our life it could be even be like somebody had said recently to me an abundance of patience you could have um but you could have excessive patience as well so you don't want to be excessively um accepting of things that aren't good for you that aren't serving you so you want to let go of that and have some healthy boundaries then you know and when i say you i mean Me, of course, (laughs) but I mean us more so. And um, so let's do it. Let's go ahead. We'll start our new year feeling really good and calm and grateful and have an abundance of all of these wonderful things that are coming to us now. Right now, there's a huge rain of abundance happening. This is a transformative moment. And for those of us who are willing and able, those of us who are accepting we will receive immense, immense abundance right now in our lives. So as that's flowing in, let's make sure to be loving, unconditionally loving to ourselves and to other people in the way that we respond to that abundance in the way that we um, use it, in the way that we use all the money that we're receiving and all of the gifts and, and everything that we have. Let's be gracious and loving, unconditionally loving, and then that way we can be rising up in through courage into a higher energy level that's going to be beneficial to ourselves as well as everyone around us simultaneously. So that's happening at the same time. When you're benefiting yourself you're benefiting other people as well. When you're benefiting yourself in a holistic way, in a, um, an unconditionally loving way, that will simultaneously benefit everyone around you. Okay, so I'm holding a baby who's just like pointing at stuff, and I'm like, okay, here we go, this is one of these ones. All right, well, so thank you, I love you, and I hope there was some benefit to this to you. And to all of us as we move into a new year. And I'm feeling so vital. I don't even know if I'll make another podcast today. I just don't know. It's been so such a beautiful time of year. So thank you, thank you. Love you so much. And peace and joy, true joy and unconditional love.